Food Heals Nation, what have you been doing lately when it comes to truly caring for your skin? Have you tried any of the light therapy facials or the LED masks? I've shared on this show how I use lasers to completely remove my brown spots in the past, and I love anything that can help me with wrinkles or blemishes or redness or scars. I find a lot of great products on YouTube that I test out, and I've just discovered a new brand. It's called Lima, and when you see the before and afters on YouTube, you're going to be a convert too. They are changing the way that you care for your skin on actually a profoundly scientific level. This is the Lima Laser. It's the world's most powerful clinic-grade cosmetic laser device and the only laser FDA cleared for at-home use. Why this is important is because I was spending, I'm not going to tell you how much, way too much money years ago when I was getting rid of those brown spots when I was really healing my skin. And now... This same type of technology is available at home, and I'm here for it. I am so excited. So this is a near-infrared laser light that penetrates deep into the dermis, simultaneously working on your fat, muscle, and bone to give you like a non-surgical facelift. It transforms your skin. It helps skin issues like wrinkles, sagging, blemishes, pigmentation, redness, breakouts, and scars. And it does this with zero damage, zero pain, and zero downtime. And I remember the lasers that I used to do, they did have some downtime, so this is great. Make sure to check out some of the before and after photos on the website so you can see what I'm talking about. They have YouTube videos too. But the reason it's groundbreaking is it uses that near-infrared low-level light technology, which is completely cold and painless, and it's 100 times more powerful than an LED. And the craziest part is you can even use it with a full face of makeup. So check it out for yourself. Visit lima.life. L is for live. Y is for younger. M is for masterful. A is for approved, and learn more about the Lima Laser. If you're interested in trying one today, you can sign up for their newsletter. Tell them that Food Heals sent you, and please let me know if you order one. I want to hear about your results. Again, it's lima.life, L-Y-M-A dot life. Y'all, oh my God, Food Heals Nation, I just got the softest sheets and pajama set from Cozy Earth, and I had to go and get you a discount code too, so that you could experience the coziness as well. You can visit CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS, and you'll get an exclusive 35% off. So Cozy Earth, it's like your one-stop shop for what they call the luxury she deserves. So listen up, guys because this could make a great gift for that special someone, your girlfriend, your wife, the mother in your life. And don't forget, Mother's Day will be here before we know it. So get a gift for the mom or moms. Here's a nice little gift you could ask for. Anyways, let's start with the sheets to transform your sleep. The coolest thing about Cozy Earth Bedding is that it is temperature regulating. So you stay cool, which is so important when you're sleeping. Plus they are just so soft. It feels like I'm sleeping on a cloud. Plus I love the cozy earth quality and longevity promise. All products come with a 100 night sleep trial and a 10 year warranty. So incorporating cozy earth products into your self-care routine can enhance your sleep quality and just overall wellness. So Again, this is the luxury you deserve. You can treat yourself to the ultimate in comfort and indulgence with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear and prioritize your self-care and sleep health. And while you're at it, don't forget to check out the Bamboo Pajama Set. It was awarded Oprah's Favorite Things in 2019, so you know it's good. I love the softness and breathability of the fabric, and it has these really great side pockets. And don't forget that by supporting our sponsors, you support this show. Head over to CozyEarth.com, use the promo code FOODHEALS for an exclusive 35% off, and go get your mom the luxury she deserves on Mother's Day at CozyEarth.com with promo code Food Heals. Food Heals Podcast, Episode 61. If you feel a negative emotion, don't just shut it out. Digest yeah. it just like you would digest food. And even if you ate the wrong thing, like you'll pass it through. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> Holistic Voice presents the Food Heals Podcast with your hosts, Alison Melody and Susie Hardy. Join the Food Heals Nation and learn the secrets to go from feeling unwell to healing yourself. 
Warning, side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, an increase in sexual activity, feelings of joy, cravings for kale and quinoa, and a spike in Tinder matches. In real cases, women have experienced a strong desire to stop asking their boyfriends if they look fat and stress. If you experience any of these symptoms, post a selfie to Instagram immediately. Welcome, Food Heals Nation. Thanks for joining us. I'm Allison Melody. And I'm Susie Hardy. And today, our topic is music. Awesome. I know. So first, Susie and I are answering your questions about the healing power of music. One one specific question we got that I'm really excited to talk about. Yeah, that's right. And then we are going to talk to composer, classically trained violinist, and vegan, Chrysanthi Tan, about how this self-proclaimed DIY vegan stays healthy while on the road. Yes, and Chrysanthi performs internationally and writes beautiful music for chamber ensembles, film and dance, and we're going to play some of her music on the show. And she has performed and recorded with numerous artists like Ariana Grande, Common, Alicia Keys, Justin Bieber, and more. But first, our sponsor. That's right. Today's podcast is sponsored by Acuity Scheduling. We love Acuity. Schedule clients without sacrificing your soul. Are you looking for the perfect scheduling tool for your business? Are you sick and tired of sending emails back and forth and wasting your precious time on scheduling your clients? If so, we've got the solution for you. I definitely was that person. That's right, you were. (laughs) I had too many emails. Oh my God, it was so much back and forth. It was such a waste of time. But yes, if you are a small business owner, maybe you have a massage business like Susie does or a podcast like we do, where you have to schedule appointments on a regular basis, Acuity is the only scheduling and time management tool and payment tool you will ever need. You're here to make yourself money, not make yourself crazy. That's right. Acuity took the Food Heals podcast to the next level and literally changed our business. Like we said before, before we had Acuity, we were spending so many wasted hours on email like hey can you come in at this time no how about this time back and forth back and forth then they're like oh we need to cancel we need to reschedule so many hours on email. and between the two of us and the guest it was endless endless and time is money food heals nation like our time is precious i want to use my time to create valuable content for food heals nation and i want to use the rest of my time to do things I love and spend time with my family and friends. So Acuity has been a lifesaver. That's right. Clients can see your real-time calendar availability, self-select the time that works best for them, and easily book and pay for their own appointments in advance, sparing you 89% of current headaches, mix-ups, and grunts of frustration. We promise. (laughs) We do promise. And we don't use the payment, obviously, because we don't pay people to be on our podcast. But if you have any type of business where you have a pay-for-service business, you can't go wrong with Acuity. And also, if a client needs to reschedule, they can do it themselves without ever bothering you with an email. Never let another client fall through the cracks, miss a beat, or lose a booking again. You'll get notified anytime a new appointment is booked. You can check your schedule right from your phone, and you can even tell Acuity to automatically update the calendars you already use, such as Google, Outlook, iCal, which is what I use, Office 365, and I mean, the booking goes straight to my iCal. I always know what's up. It's brilliant. You gain an instant professional edge, and you're able to compete with the big guys no matter how small your business. Or how big your business, I'm just going to say. (laughs) (laughs) And you can also automatically send branded and customized confirmations, reminders, follow-ups, by text, by email, however you want, and you can accept payment and tips. If you have tips, like you have a massage business like Susie, you can have tips sent straight through the system using Stripe, PayPal, Braintree, Authorize.net. Click of a button. So easy. That's right. After all, you're sophisticated like that nowadays. So go to acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals to get a 45-day trial. Are we sophisticated like that, Suze? I think we are. (laughs) I I like to pretend that we are. I do too. (laughs) Acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals. Heels. That's an amazing deal, Food Heals Nation. Usually without our discount code, it's a 14-day trial, but we scored this discount exclusive for you for 45 days. So you can try it out, see if you like it, see if you love it as much as we do. That's right. We're always working for you, Food Heals Nation. <laughs> Acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals. Use the code. Next up, we're answering your questions and talking to Chrysanthi about health, travel, and Ariana Grande. The Food Hills Podcast starts now. Here she 
Okay, sorry. <laughs> if you play something for less than 30 seconds, there's this thing called fair use and no one's going to sue you in most cases. So I had to play a little Ariana to get us I love that pumped. you had to put that in there just so everybody knows. <laughs> so we love Ariana and one of the people we're going to talk to today was on the tour with her and just got off. So I'm really excited to talk to Chrysanthi. Before we get to our interview with Chrysanthi, we have a question from Sue, who's one of our loyal listeners. So Sue asked, and Susie hasn't seen the question yet, so I'm excited to hear her. I know. I'm answer. excited to hear it. <laughs> I know what I think, and I, I'm, I'm wondering what you're going to think. But this is the question from Sue. I recently got into meditation and yoga, and there is a song that they play at the end of every class called Long Time Sun. Do you know that song? Mm-hmm. Yeah, me too. Okay. It's Kundalini. Yeah, she doesn't even talk about Kundalini, but it is Kundalini. But it's Kundalini. absolutely, well, Kundalini is very specific. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to get into that in a minute. It has been over a month of going about four times a week, and I am suddenly feeling urges to completely leave my job and pursue music. In fact, I want to teach music to children. Beautiful. Even as I type this, I feel nervous excitement. Before starting these classes, I never would have even considered the thought as I am completely dependent on my job to feed myself and pay my rent. But every time I hear the song, I literally have visions of a completely different life, a life where I am singing and leading a choir of students. My question, I guess, is, Is the music so powerful that it is allowing me to tap into something like intuition or spiritual guidance? Or is this more just like daydreaming during a lovely song, but when it's over, I need a reality check like that was fun, but don't quit your day job. Are there signs in songs? Does music open up your intuition? Would love to hear your thoughts on this, Allison and Susie. Susie, what do you think? There's a lot of things I'm thinking. Um, that's <laughs> so beautiful, first off, because I know that song. And yes. um, my former roommate uh, became a Kundalini teacher and even brought me to her yogini's classes mm-hmm. and, and would play the music when, when I lived with her, would play the music in her house. And that all that Kundalini music, first of all, one of her questions was, is the music so powerful it's allowing me to tap into something? Yes, yes, absolutely, 100%. <laughs> I think that this is just my perception. I'm an artist. I'm a writer and an actress. I love music. I have played piano and violin. I would never really call myself a musician. I was always more pulled to the arts that I love. But music is so immediate. Like, if you think about it, you can travel the world. You can have a room full of people from different places that don't speak the same language. But you can play a song and immediately in unite them. Yes. instantaneously you could play 10 bars of something if you go into a bar in another country and they're playing music yes. it, it's it's like it unites everybody because it is first of all it's an energy mm-hmm. music is actually waves sound is a waveform we're actually recording this and i can see on our computer on our recording software our energy in waveform yeah and so it's it's an energy it affects you immediately it can change your mood immediately it can change your actual aura and and chakras immediately and so music is very powerful and I just I love that this listener had such a strong reaction and is brave enough to ask her question so first of all Sue I just want to say congrats to being open to what you're feeling and and I understand the doubts I I do because I'm an artist as well and I haven't made it and I'm using air quotes right now as an (laughs) actress or a writer but that doesn't mean I'm giving up and I understand all of it. My first intuitive hit on her experience is that she's listening to something that's probably always been there. And this music and this yoga experience has allowed her just to finally hear it. Because our intuition, in my experience, my intuition is always there. I just mm-hmm. don't always listen to it. I just don't always hear it. I sometimes just be like, oh, no. And my brain, my cognition will be like, that's silly. That's stupid. Don't do that. You can't do that. Um, with the questions about, you know, her day job and stuff, we all do need to pay our rent. We all do need to eat. We all need to have live our lives. That's just the practicality of the world that we live in right now. So my suggestion is to explore what she wants to do and still try to keep her, you know, try to maintain her lifestyle. You know, <laughs> she's got to pay her rent. And we know that that can be challenging. Allison and I juggle many different balls to try yes, to make do. our dreams come true and it can be challenging and it can be tiring 
But I think that if you tap into your passion, it doesn't matter, you know, as long as you continually try to, you know, just to tap into that passion, that love, that that feeling that they say, you know, we've talked about manifestation on this show and manifestation is all about imagining what your heart desires and then getting into that feeling. So I think it is 17 seconds that you have to sit uh, with your thought and feeling what you want to manifest, at really sitting with that, smiling and visualizing and, and having that feeling that what you want is already created. Sitting in that for 17 seconds changes your energy. And to be honest, if you're, if you're really shooting for the stars, 17 seconds can feel a lot longer than it sounds because I've tried it um, many times. <laughs> but you really do have to sit in that and really let your heart soar, really let your mind go there really um, tap into those feelings and it will come it, 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 you know it, it's a lot about faith yeah which I know for myself I struggle with often because I want to doubt it I want to you know my brain kicks in my my frontal lobe kicks in and it's just like no be practical it's not here right now so how are you going to make that happen crazy lady <laughs> um, but my husband always says doubt the doubts Ooh, I love that yeah that's Mike's doubt the doubts and Sue, I think you should doubt the doubts and go for what your heart is telling you. And then you're on your path. Yeah, I totally agree with what you're saying, Susie. And I think that 17 seconds when you say it sounds super short. But when you're sitting in it, it's really hard not to let the doubts come in. And like you just said, doubt the doubts. So you have to sit there for 17 seconds or more and not let the doubts creep in if they do banish them well it's almost like a practice it's almost Sue's, it is a practice. Sue is doing Sue is practicing yoga it's it's mind training yeah you know it depends on the yoga but it's body mind training and and doing this kind of thing manifestation manifesting your dreams your heart's desire is really training your mind and letting yourself dream and kundalini yoga especially is a very specific type of yoga and she actually, Sue did not mention that this was Kundalini, but I know from experience, as I think Susie does, is that at the end of every class, they do play in most classes that song, The Long Time Sun, which is beautiful. I have it here on my iTunes, so I'm happy to play it at the end of this. So Food Heals Nation knows the song we're talking about. And I've also experienced major shifts doing Kundalini yoga, hearing that song. I went through a major period in my life where I was going through a breakup and I would listen to that song every night on repeat to fall asleep. And what's interesting about that song, that song specifically, is it's very repetitive. Yes, it is. It's, it's very it short. over and over again, yeah. the same thing. And I think there's, I, th- I would dare to say there's probably a mathematical equation going on with Kundalini music because it's very different from other music. The one Kundalini song that always spoke to me was Om Namo Gurudev Namo. Yes. That one, I didn't even know what that meant, but the song itself, every time I heard it, I was like, this is amazing. And my friend told me, and my friend studying Kundalini told me what it was. And it was, I bow to the divine within. So beautiful. And for me personally, that was like, oh, okay. That's a life lesson. That is so potent. And the fact that I was attracted to that song, didn't know what it meant. That's my favorite one. And there's a lot of Kundalini songs. Yeah. That's my favorite one. I would play it. I bought it before I even knew what it meant. And when she told me, I was like, oh, God, that makes sense. Yeah. No wonder. Because I, that, is, that is something that I am practicing, actively seeking out, learning how to give self-love and self-respect and bowing to the divine within because I believe we're all connected anyway. I do too. And I think that words are so powerful and I think music is so powerful. So you put them together and it's like music, even what you were just saying a few minutes ago, you can be in another country. Like I remember being in London and being at a bar at, I don't know, 3 a.m. And it was the last song of the night and it was just a small town girl, right? Oh my gosh. And everyone in the bar sang the song and A lot of bars I noticed in London was a mosh posh of people from all different countries because people are traveling much more uh, different European countries. Yeah. So if you go to a bar in America, there's not necessarily a whole bunch of people from other countries. But if you go to a bar in London, there are. It's a very international city. Yeah, it's very international. So we were the Americans, but you had Slovakians and you had um, people from Ireland and you had, you know, there was a whole mosh of people. And at the end, they played this American song, but it was great. And we all sang it together. Journey unites everyone. Yes, Journey does. (laughs) I love Journey. Yeah. So that alone, it's like I need to go see them live. 
Okay, sorry, I'm interrupting you. Are, are, can we? How can yeah, we? Yeah, I think they're playing in Texas soon. <laughs> can we please go? We will podcast from Texas. We will live stream the concert. I heard it on the radio that they're playing soon. Yeah, I love it. Um, but what I was going to say is basically when you combine the beautiful lyrics and the written word and the spoken word or the singing word, I guess is the right way to say this, with music, it's it moves you and it changes you. And so going back to your question, Sue, of course course your intuition is guiding you of course the music is moving you and what, the very fact that she's ask, asking the question I think she knows the answer but sometimes you just want validation hey I've been there sure I'm like going with, with a group of my friends going you guys I really think this but I need another perspective and everyone is gonna go yes of course but you need to hear it from someone else because you yeah. doubt yourself yep you know yep. and like Susie said doubt the doubts but the words to this song are so beautiful and they're very short there's five lines may the long time sun shine upon you all love surround you and the pure light within you guide your way on that's beautiful it doesn't matter if you're religious doesn't matter if you're spiritual doesn't matter what it's all about self-love self-love guiding you so sue if you are envisioning yourself teaching children or teaching students, I think you called them students, as you said, that may be your next career. And so let's move out of the spirituality and go into just purely entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. Susie and I are entrepreneurs. We believe that you can do anything you set your mind to. We're not saying leave your nine to five tomorrow, but what steps, what is your action plan? What steps do you need to take to transform your career? Do you need to take a class to become certified as a music teacher? I don't know the answer to that. I have no idea. However, look into it. Find out what the steps are. Start taking them. Maybe it's you have to take night classes while you're still working your nine to five. Or something online. Yes, online is amazing now. You can do that. Maybe you already have a music background and you've graduated. We have no idea because you didn't get into that. But if you already have this, maybe it's as simple as taking getting a certification Whatever it is, find out what that is, because if you feel so strongly as it sounds like your email to us does, that it's time for a career change and this is going to give you so much joy, absolutely do it. And I do remember that you said, you know, you need the money to support yourself and pay your rent. So I'm going to make an assumption maybe now that you don't have children yet. And if that's the case, this is the opportunity, because if you don't have dependents, this is the time to take a risk, you know, and this is the time to do it so that when you can start making a living doing what you love. And at the same time, um, when doing something like this and taking a risk and stepping out of your comfort zone and moving towards a new career that your heart is guiding you to, that your head is saying, you can't do that. You can't, you don't know anything about that, yeah. blah, 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 blah. whatever, whatever the, those voices are saying. It's really important to write down steps that you, that Sue could take for herself, whether they be baby steps or not. doesn't have to be a giant leap. She doesn't need to leave her, her current job and make this her career in three weeks. Right, exactly. It's important to do a Google search. It's important to talk to people that are already in the job that she wants. It's important to, you know, ask questions, get information, take the baby steps and give yourself not only permission to take those steps, but also pat yourself on the back for taking those steps because it's really, it can be very challenging when you have those doubts, when you have your brain saying, you can't do this, you're silly, you're stupid, blah, 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 blah. It's really important to just be really gentle with yourself and to let your heart lead the way Yeah. because those baby steps will eventually lead to greater steps and those greater steps will lead to a career or something, whatever her heart desires. I think that is just such beautiful advice and for anyone who's listening, for Sue, if you're ready to make a change but you're not sure how or you're not sure if the guidance is divine or, you know, you just you just start journaling. Start writing down every day what you're feeling. If you're excited about a new idea every day, it's probably the step you need to take. If you're going back and forth and new ideas come, like then go for a new idea. But at least if you're journaling, you can journal about your food, you can journal about your spirituality, you can journal about your goals, you can journal about anything, but the answers will come in the writing it down or in the meditation. Whatever modality serves you, whatever modality you find the most comfort in, yoga meditation, writing it down, 
talking to somebody, getting a life coach, a counselor, etc. You will find the answers you a seek. A mentor. Mentor. Sue, go find someone that has the job that you want and go talk to them and ask them to be your mentor. Great advice. That's something I always wish I had yeah. done. I never had a mentor. Allie, did you? Well, for the po- yes, for podcasting, I did. For video production, I didn't. I just had uh, my college education and a drive to not actually not work a nine to five and to create my own business. And I did that, luckily, but I did not have a mentor. Uh, but prior to starting the podcast and prior to meeting Susie, I did have a mentor. And, you know, that really, really helped me decide what I wanted to do, when to launch, how to find my wonderful co-host Susie and things like that. I need to find a mentor this year. That's something I've never done. We should document you finding the mentor. I know. A mentor for what? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Either acting or writing, but writing, I think acting. Okay. We'll come back with Susie and find out who her mentor (laughs) is and how it's working out. And if you are an acting mentor in LA, call us. Susie, you approve? I uh, absolutely okay. I just you, put it out there. Okay, I'm letting you. There. I'm letting yeah. you like <laughs> take the steps. Yeah. So Sue, put it out there. Put it out into the universe. What you want, and it will come. I I will actually say before we finish up with yes. Sue's question. Okay, Sue, right back at you. I have run into a working actress who I respect immensely, right by my house at a park, walking her dog. I'm not going to say her name. Why not? I want to know. Because I'm not going to say it until it happens. I'm going to manifest it. Okay. Once you manifest it, then you have to come back on the podcast and tell us. Okay, cool. Um, And when I run into working famous people, actors, I'm talking about in the entertainment industry here in LA, I I usually try to approach them as real people, you know, unless I really want to ask them a question about their work. But I usually just, you know, I I was, I I so respect this woman that I just, we were just talking about her dog. Mm -hmm, You know, she's just mm -hmm. a person. I was like, maybe I should ask her to like have coffee with me or maybe she would talk with me on the phone and I didn't. I will see her again and I will. I know because I know. Because you just put it out there into I the universe did. for and, 17 and when seconds. It, and when it happens, we'll come back and talk about it. Um, okay. And you're just reminding me, I just want to tell Food Heals Nation, if you are interested in doing something like what Sue wants to do, check out some manifestation books like anything by Abraham Hicks. Obviously, Susie and I love her. Also, check out entrepreneur books that basically teach you or podcasts or websites that basically you can find your tribe. You can find advice. We're going to do a lot more on this in future episodes, so stay tuned. We're working on one about financial freedom right now. So if you are looking to change your job, change your career, I just encourage everyone to look into two topics, which is spiritual ways of manifesting abundance in your life, as well as action steps that you can take to become an entrepreneur. And there is so much information out there, and we're going to keep providing you with that information. So, Sue, we want to thank you immensely for um, reaching out with your question. We hope that our advice helped. And we're going to play a little snippet of Longtime Sun, which is the song that Sue was talking about, because I love it. Like I said, I spent a year of contemplating life a few years ago, and I would fall asleep to this song. In a cave? In my home. (laughs) It would have been such a better story if it were in a cave. But okay, that was just what I was envisioning. Like, you in a cave... (laughs) Meditating. It was in my home. I, I had a one bedroom in Santa Monica. It's kind of like a cave by the by the beach. Yeah, it was a cave by the beach. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. So we're gonna play you a few seconds of this song, and then this is a really musical episode because I think we're gonna play four songs total by the time we're done. And here's a snippet of Longtime Sun, and then we'll get to our interview with Chris Santhi. May the long time sun. Shine upon you, oh love, surround you, and the pure light within you guide your way on. All right. Today, we're here with an exciting guest, Chrysanthi Tan. Chrysanthi Tan is a composer and classically trained violinist who recently released her debut album, Stories, comprised of chamber music for piano, strings, and electronics. 
Chrysanthi performs internationally and writes music for chamber ensembles, film, and dance. She has played on a number of television programs, including Glee. Okay, I watched that show, you guys. 1600 Pen, American Music Awards, and more. And she just finished up on Ariana Grande's World Honeymoon Tour. That's amazing. Welcome, Chrysanthi. Hello. Hello. Thanks for being here. It's really good to be back in L.A. Yeah, so you just got back. So you want to tell us about the tour? How was it? I mean, it's one of those things where, like, the people who are with you on tour, like, you have an understanding, and it's hard to talk about it outside of that almost. It's like a family. It really is. I saw, like, a hundred cities and oh my God. stayed in all these places and ate so much food. <laughs> <laughs> Which we're going to talk about how oh, you yes. ate vegan on the road, because that sounds really impossible. Yeah. We'll talk. Okay. We'll talk. All right. So tell us about Wood Elves, which is your song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wood Elves is the first track on my album, Stories, and it's one of the first ones I wrote for the album. I thought it was an interesting one to potentially share because it's completely strings. Most of the tracks have strings and piano and some electronics, but this one is just actually violin on loop. So you wrote it? Yeah, I composed and performed everything on the album. Amazing. Okay, so before we get really deep into this interview, Food Heals Nation, we want to play you a snippet from Chrysanthi Tan's Wood Elves, which if you like it, you can go buy it on iTunes. It's on iTunes, Amazon, Spotify, pretty much everywhere. Cool. All right, listen up. It sounds like it should be in a a trailer to a movie or something. That's what I was getting. I love that you said that. (laughs) I love writing for film. I actually got to score a couple films while I was on the road and while I was on my short breaks as well. Yeah, that was a beautiful song. It actually made me, I was thinking about it and thought about the title. I'm like, yeah, I could see wood elves playing while this is playing around (laughs) them. Good to know that I picked a good title. So tell us, how did you get started in the music industry? Well, I started playing when I was seven. I started on piano started violin when I was eight. So I've been playing my whole life um, and kind of fighting, debating with, with myself whether I was going to go into music or not. I I honestly thought maybe not. My parents kind of were thinking more that I might be a doctor or something <laughs> like that. That's always the story with creatives. They're like, you have to be a doctor or a lawyer. And you're like, I'm going to be an artist. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Because it's so hard to be an artist, really. And parents want to protect their kids, obviously, and, you know, want us to have a stable future. So it just seems a little too outrageous. My dad was born and raised in Cambodia, and he escaped Cambodia in the 70s during the killing fields. Wow. So he was a refugee and came to the States, and American Dream, like, wanted his kids to not have to struggle like that. Right. So my dad actually became a doctor. I think he maybe was, I I read this in like a book somewhere. He never told me this himself. He may have been the first Cambodian pediatrician in the U.S. or something. Oh, wow. So he's a pretty special man. And my mom is from Greece. So my parents are both immigrants. They wanted, basically wanted us to be stable and Mm -hmm. not have to struggle like they both did. Yeah, it's funny because my parents wanted the same thing. They had grown up... um, mostly poor and then my dad kind of made it or whatever as a lawyer and so here's his little daughter running around going I'm gonna be an artist I'm gonna be an actress I'm gonna make films and he would say to me you want fries with that because that's what you're actually gonna be doing right (laughs) it's so true (laughs) that always stuck with me and luckily that didn't happen cross my fingers but (laughs) you got to get over that sometimes and you got to pursue your passions right totally and I mean I'm just glad that I come from a family that is 
so different from me. My dad is a doctor and he's very logical and my mom is a really good businesswoman and just very practical as well. She was an educator and she does business and she does consulting and things like that. So I'm definitely a black sheep in the family. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you're a healthy black sheep, right? Do they accept your lifestyle, your diet, everything like that? Tell us about that. Oh, that's such a great story, actually. Uh, My mom is Greek and I grew up eating feta and, you know, you know, in my big fat Greek wedding when... At some point, they're like, oh, Ian's a vegetarian. Yeah, he doesn't like, eat meat. I'll make lamb. And you got yeah. one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> so I kind of come from from a little bit of, of that perspective. But when I was nine, I, I gave up meat. I decided I'm going to be vegetarian. And they were okay with that. You know, I still ate cheese. I was like, I'm never going to be one of those vegans. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll still eat cheese and eggs all the time. When I went vegan, my mom was not into into it at all mm-hmm. Not what in. were her uh, <laughs> objections oh so many I, I wouldn't even want to repeat all of them here um, <laughs> they were very passionate objections and my family especially the Greek side were a little bit were very confused and I couldn't eat a lot of the things anymore and it was a little sad this food is and very important to the that. Greeks right yeah so a few years went by and my mom would just watch me be vegan and then one day she Well, it started when I took her to a Forks Over Knives screening. Mm -hmm. About a year later, she herself, she watched another documentary and decided on her own to do a 30-day, just a 30-day challenge. And she has been vegan since. Wow. Wow. Okay, which documentary did she watch? (laughs) (laughs) She actually watched the follow-up to the Forks Over Knives. The Kitchen Rescue was just like a very short, practical, not very big budget type of movie where I guess they taught the audience how to prepare a few meals. She saw like pizza and she saw simple this and simple that and thought maybe I can do this. That's cool. Let me just try it. And you know, she lost weight. She looks fantastic. She's healthier than ever and we enjoy food together and so wonderful. I just love that story. <laughs> That's <laughs> that a great story. Yeah. yeah. So what is the most exciting or interesting thing about being a musician? What do you find in music? Without music, I don't think I would be able to communicate. People who know me not in a musical context think I'm a really closed off, introverted. A lot of people think I'm no fun or like, oh, maybe Chrysanthi's a robot or something. <laughs> um, but I've always felt since I was little that music was the only way I could really convey who I am Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and I even saying this because we're speaking and not just musicking like I feel so weird talking about it (laughs) next time bring your violin and just tell us in the violin (laughs) well actually like I used to have um and sometimes still do like dreams where I'm not really talking in them or or will where the people in my life just sound like things like there'll be a chord or there'll be like a note or something wow. and I've often felt especially in really emotional situations where I just shut down and don't want to talk and wish I could just have music spouting out of me instead like I'll have a melody or some sort of thing inside of me that I would rather communicate that I just can't in words so I've always felt like literally it's a language I'm very surprised that I'm somewhat putting together sentences right now. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. My husband is somewhat like that. He is self-taught guitar. He so connects to his joy when he's playing and writing music. And when he doesn't get to do it that often, it's like part of his spirit is put away in a closet. Mm-hmm. And when he gets to be back on his guitar, he's like alive again. Yeah. Music is so important to people. You can move a whole room just by playing a song, right? Mm-hmm. Or just hearing a song. If you don't play, you can listen or you can dance or you can feel a part of that. And that's very healing. And that's like what you're saying. And sometimes I personally, I forget how important it is to my life and then you hear that one good song or you're at that one amazing concert whatever it might be and you're like oh I remember how fulfilled and joyful I feel and it's like you're not checking your phone you're not on your email you're not texting you're not facebooking like you are engaged and involved in that musical moment and it's like a form of meditation I think for me personally mm-hmm. it's also a form of therapy and they have music yeah, therapy absolutely. actually a friend of mine became a musical therapist I guess you'd call it like that definitely yeah. music is so 
powerful that almost it's almost negative for me sometimes or a certain artist or a certain something I have to turn it off immediately a certain key or a certain tempo or instrument will just completely hit the wrong nerve yeah I have some real trigger songs and I know if they come on the radio I have to turn it off because I will be bawling and then I'm driving like to see a client or somewhere like professional that I have to be and I'm like no 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 makeup Mm -hmm. running down my face so I have to turn songs off because I don't want to feel that emotion but I think that you know if your emotion is triggered that means it's time to deal with something that's also very true I love that you said that it's something I'm I've started to embrace probably in the past year where it's like, if you feel a negative emotion, it's yeah. so therapy that I'm even that I'm saying this because I heard it from a therapist. Um, <laughs> like when you feel a negative emotion, don't just shut it out. Like digest yeah. it just like you would digest food. And even if you ate the wrong thing, like it'll eventually go through you, and you like you'll pass it through. Yeah, and it's just about being present with it and not shoving it away or ignoring it or turning your attention away from it. Yes. Coming Mm -hmm. up for a reason. Let it go. Let it go. (laughs) (laughs) I just watched that movie on a plane. It's so cute. I love the the lyrics in that song. It's good advice. Like, we all need to let it go. Yeah. Right? All right. Who's the coolest celeb you've ever worked with? Any of the plant-based ones have been really cool to me. It was really awesome sharing my love of sweet potatoes with Ariana, I will have to say. Uh Um... Another really great one was Common, who I whom I taught um, a couple of violin lessons to for a movie. Wow. Um, yeah. I love him. I love his lyrics. You know who also was super nice? Corey Monteith was Aww. was really great on on Glee set. What did you do on Glee? I played violin and viola in the band for all for a season or season how does that four. Work? Are you in Netflix the show that? like we can see you or you just played for the... No, you can see. You can see me. Oh, I'm going to go back and watch for you. That's exciting. <laughs> I don't really... It's one of those things where it's like um, you might film all day and you might get like the smallest shot. But now it, people are starting to notice it sporadically. Like people who know me from um, from tour... They'll just tweet me like, did I see you on a Glee episode? And I'm like, yeah. Dressed in a pink and purple cardigan with flowers. And that, yes. Dressed like a McKinley High School student. That was me. My first job in the industry, I was like, still in college and I was interning on Dawson's Creek and I'd be an extra once in a while and so I got major screen time because I'm like a young high school student blonde even though I was in college I still looked young so people like even to this day will be watching old episodes and they'll send me like a screenshot of myself and I'm like oh god (laughs) but then you're like I know what you were doing on Netflix last night I know I'm like why are you watching that first of all shame on you just kidding I love that show but second of all Please don't ever send me that again. What I was wearing is just, I wanted to cry. The jacket, the whole thing. It was awful. I have you both trumped, okay? So I'm an actress, right? And so, you know, I've done lots of different types of projects and theater and commercials. I actually did, I was on an infomercial once. Do you know that is the thing, the one thing that people have seen the most? That's true. People text me the next morning and be like, I saw you at 2 a.m. on an infomercial. And I did that thing like seven years ago. What infomercial? No, I'm not telling you. It was for some hair product. Did you also model for stock photography? Because I swear I've seen you online too. No. Okay. Mm -hmm. No, I have not. All right. So what's your favorite vegan meal to eat on the road? Something with a sweet potato. Okay. Um, Well, they're in season right now. Yes. And also I just, they're they're amazing. Um, Sweet potatoes. Honestly, if I could have any food in the entire world ever... It would be kabocha squash. Yum. Oh, yay. You know what that is. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, this I'm is used to. Food Heals podcast, baby. No, we, I know. We all know something's wrong. My necklace has a kabocha squash on it. It does? Yeah. Because I oh. love them so much. And a friend found it on Etsy and mailed it to me. That so, how so do you cute. like to prepare them? Do you add stuff on no, top of it? You just, I just eat, it. eat it plain. And I, especially the skin. Absolute best part. All right. Next up, we're going to hear Chrysanthi's tips for eating a cheap healthy vegan diet on the road, what she calls how to be a DIY vegan after a brief message from our sponsors. 
Food Heals Nation, are you looking for the perfect scheduling tool for your business? Are you sick and tired of sending emails back and forth and wasting your precious time on scheduling your clients? If so, we've got the solution for you. That's right. If you own a massage business, a therapy practice, a yoga studio, and we know many of you do, or even host a podcast like us, Acuity is the only scheduling and time management tool you will ever need. Take it from us, Acuity allows you to schedule clients without sacrificing your soul. And automate your client bookings, cancellations, reminders, and even payment with one click and zero frustration. You're here to make yourself money, not make yourself crazy. Clients can see your real-time calendar availability, self-select the time that works best for them, and easily book and pay for their own appointments in advance sparing you those stress headaches, mix-ups, and grunts of frustration. Before we had Acuity, we were spending a ton of time and energy with back-and-forth emails, trying to book guests, and sending them questions, and having to constantly follow up and send reminders. But Acuity changed everything. Yep, Acuity has completely automated our process and freed up our time to focus on the things we love to do, like providing our Food Heals Nation with high-quality content. Yes, so now instead of a mess of emails, we send our guest a booking link. They choose a time that works for them. They fill out our information form, which includes links to their website, their bio, their photo, and all the information we need, all in one place. Then the booking syncs automatically with our calendars and poof, we're done. Such a time saver. Such a lifesaver. And Acuity does so much more. Yes, you can automatically send branded and customized confirmations, reminders, and follow-ups via email or text message, and even accept payments and tips through Stripe, PayPal, Braintree, and Authorize.net with the click of a button. Get started today. Go to acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals to get a 45-day trial. That's an amazing deal, Food Heals Nation. It's usually 14 days, but we scored an exclusive discount for you, acuityscheduling.com slash foodheals. We love it, and we know you will too. You're listening to the Food Heals Podcast. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and review us on iTunes. All right, Food Heals Nation, we're back with Chrysanthi Tan, who is a composer and classically trained violinist, Her music has been featured in numerous art projects, campaigns, and film screenings at Cannes, Short Corner, and LA Film Festival, among others. Aside from her solo, composition, and touring work, she is one half of Duo Maranti, a contemporary experimental Balkan collaboration with classically trained guitarist and composer Sean Hayward. So in a minute, Chrysanthi is going to tell us her top tips for how to be a DIY vegan and stay healthy on the road. But first, we're going to play another track. Chrysanthi, can you tell us a little bit about this one, Ithaca? Sure. This one reminded my mom of Greece, a little bit of mythology, and she actually helped me come up with the title for this one, Ithaca. I think if it had a color, it would be like a turquoise, this song. Is that weird? No. No. Okay. (laughs) All right. We're going to play you a clip from about a minute 18 in of Ithaca, which you can find on iTunes.
about a minute of Ithaca and it's absolutely beautiful. I was like <laughs> getting chills and feeling teared up. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's lovely. Thank you. It is turquoise. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so glad you agree. <laughs> no, it was reminding me of like the, because I've been to Greece, it was reminding me of like the ocean there. You yeah. Know? Like uh-huh. that color, yeah. Exactly. Well, I hope it ends up in a movie someday. I hope so too. Yeah. yeah. I could definitely Anyone see listening? it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Movie for sure. producers, call us. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, Chrysanthi, so what are your tips for how to be a do-it-yourself vegan and stay healthy on the road? Well, I've narrowed it down to about four with a bonus five Mm -hmm. for simplicity's sake. I'm all about just streamlining and as simple as possible, don't overthink it. Yeah. That's the only way you can really do it on the road without just becoming completely overwhelmed with options and all the places you can spend money. It's easy to spend a lot of money on healthy food if you're not careful. Right. I I figure when people travel, and I know with family and friends and colleagues, especially if you're vegan, like the more things you add on top of of it, like, oh, I want to be healthy and I want to be vegan and I want to be this, you get to a city and maybe you're like, okay, what do I do? Open the room service menu? Like, am I going to order a berries for $18 or like what do I do like do I find the nearest restaurant and just ask can you make something vegan for me like those are actually not very practical most people can't just be spending just throwing that money here and there so were you cooking a lot for yourself well my main uh, cooking technique is kind of scavenge and assemble I assemble meals I never say like oh I'm cooking Mm -hmm. um And also I find that scares people when I say like, oh, I'm cooking a meal in my hotel room right now. People are like, oh, I can't do that. I could never do what you do. And I'm like, no, you can't. It's really just like look at everything on my plate. You can see, you know, it's all whole foods pretty much. I eat foods that you can see what they are. My first thing before I arrive in a new place is to identify my resources. So that's dependent on what country I'm going to be in, what city, if I'm going to be at a hotel, if I'm going to just be on a bus, you know, for some people who might be in a hostel, or if you're really lucky, you're going to be staying with family or like an Airbnb rental or something, that's great. You might have a kitchen even. For me, usually I can count on having a hotel room. So one thing I might do in advance is ask, do you have a refrigerator? Yeah. Um, I'll just see what there is. If there's a refrigerator, that's great. You can use it to store leftovers, any produce you buy. You might see if the hotel has an electric kettle. Like if you're in the UK, you pretty much always have an electric kettle. And that's cool. um, My favorite thing to make in that case is, and I brought, like, I brought all these things rice noodles. (laughs) You just heat, right? Yeah. You just. I was not expecting that. I made those last night. Oh, really? Oh my God. I love these types of noodles. Anyway, if you don't have. An electric kettle, you can use a coffee maker to boil water. Just any heating source mm-hmm. is just really amazing. And if you don't have that, have you heard of immersion heaters? No. Mm-hmm. For listeners who don't know what this is, an instant immersion heater, you can get them for like 7 or $8 on Amazon. Yeah, this is tiny. It's tiny and you can just stick it right into your bowl or mug of water and boil water just on demand basically that's amazing mm-hmm. yeah so if you have that you can make your oatmeal you can make your rice noodles you can cook food perfect for traveling another great thing to have is a can opener if all fails and you absolutely have no heating source and you don't have an immersion heater and even a coffee pot you can always just open a can of beans and that is something that will fill you up gotta get that fiber in Beans well, are really magical. Well, it's one of the one of the things on the Blue Zones diet, yeah. right? This is so true. Since my family is Greek and everyone's like, oh, the Mediterranean diet, cheese and this. Actually, the Mediterranean diet was more like, they mean legumes and like leafy greens. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. like what they, and whole grains. That's more so what they mean by that. Um, but I'll move on to number two yeah. of my four tips, which is the grocery store is your friend. If you can choose a grocery store over a restaurant, that is a more sustainable option. You can pick up so much more food for cheaper. Yeah. Just, I mean, if you're trying to save money, it's just a no-brainer, really. Some people need to have the food in each region and think, oh, you're vegan. Like, too bad you can't have. If only you could have the blank in blank. Yeah, and you're like, and no, I'm, I'm like, good. I'm good, <laughs> and I'm finding different things to enjoy, and that's great and valid. And 
I love discovering a new vegan or vegetarian dish. It's my favorite thing. So people think that we lack because of our diet, but I say we thrive because it's so much more exciting and interesting and hard to find these like really good foods. And when you find them, like I was just in Jamaica and they made me the most amazing veggie plate I've ever had in my life. And I took pictures and I was like, I love you guys. (laughs) And they didn't offer a veggie plate. They were literally only offering like jerk chicken and hot dogs and I was like I'm a vegetarian and she was like oh my gosh I have so many vegetables but no one ever asked for them she's like let me make you a plate I'm like thank you wow that was so exciting and the seasonings and everything it was so great yeah the seasonings and the vegetables that's such a good point because I didn't ever look out for those kinds of things before I was vegan and now I'm like they use this one spice in this one country that's just so amazing or authentic Greek cuisine is like dandelion greens but no one really cares about trying that or just in japan where they actually had a lot of kabocha squash you don't appreciate these things until you're vegan sometimes yeah or in finland this special whole wheat dark bread i like, love that kind oh, of bread oh, did i miss so that good. before or like this specific so mustard in a different place like yeah. i just my food palette is so much expanded now I'm getting hungry. (laughs) My third tip would be focus on the bulk. What I mean by that is the food that will give you fuel. We all know those vegan people who are maybe vegan for the first time and they're like, oh man, I've been trying it for a month and I'm so weak and hungry and I just never eat. And you're like, okay, what are you eating? Well, like I had a salad with tomatoes. Yeah. And you're like, Okay, that's not an, that's, that's just not, not enough. enough food. Yeah, um, so it's an appetizer. You can't right. <laughs> like you can't eat like that if you're if you're vegan. You have to immediately know where to identify your fuel, your beans, your potatoes, your you know the things that are actually going to give you the energy, the bulk during the day. So yeah. like oats and or rice, you have to zero in on those foods and then build your meal around that. Yeah, if anything, travel with that if you have to. I travel with dried split pea soup mix sometimes or black bean soup mix just super light or even just a bag of oats very mm-hmm. light to carry number four tip would be to embrace your inner scavenger i'm <laughs> embarrassingly good at this um if this were a real fruit platter in front of me right now when we were at a hotel i'd be like okay i'm gonna take that for later um, i'll just grab and you know if if there's free things don't be ashamed to take them. Like, take that free apple that's at in your hotel lobby. So why did you decide to go vegan? Is it the animals, the environment, your health, all of the above? What really, really got you there and what sustains you? What keeps you there? Well, I was vegetarian, like I mentioned, um, since childhood. And that was more just of a visceral reaction. Like, I just saw some things on TV and I was like, I just made that connection. I just rolled up. So it was the mistreatment of the animals? Well, before then it was more, as much as I'd like to say, yeah, I was super compassionate. It was more just like a visceral, like, "Mm, You didn't want to ingest meat. Yeah, I was just like, this just seems gross to me. And we went to a Del Taco or a Taco Bell one day and I just spontaneously went, you know, mom, I'm going to get my, I'm going to get my taco beans instead of meat. And then I just never went back. I just didn't miss it. And I was an ovo-lacto-vegetarian for years and years and years. Can you explain what that is? Oh, ovo-lacto, that means you you still eat um, eggs and dairy. Ovo, eggs, lacto, dairy. Yeah. So that means uh, not vegan. And then when I was in college, you know, I had heard of vegan people and, and everything, but... I kind of just put it to the back of my mind. I thought, you know, I'm never going to be that. That's just a step too far. And my vegetarianism at that point was also just convenience. And it had been so many years, like, meat was not appetizing for me at all. It wasn't even very much a conscious decision. But I knew just, like, there must be a reason why they're vegan and not just vegetarian. So one day I just, you know, I had my dining room meal just as usual slathered my shredded cheese on top of everything had my froyo at the end went back to my dorm room had an hour before my next class thought let me just uh check out a couple videos on why vegan <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> watched a couple i don't know five minute videos and immediately was like i can't unsee that 
and I never ate dairy or eggs again. What were the videos showing you? Was it like the PETA videos of like animals or was it like health benefits? What no, it of- was it was animals. Okay. It was animal videos. Yeah. I did the same thing when I gave up chicken. I like read a book. I got off a plane. I went out to dinner. I ordered the chicken and then I go, what am I doing? Changed my order and then never looked back. There was no preparing. I was just like, I can't do it. Have you experienced better health? Do you feel better? Yes. It took a while to actually start feeling better because I went into it so uninformed that I immediately I just started eating just junk food like yeah, that's yeah. all I really knew like that you can night eat vegan and eat a lot of junk <laughs> right and like my first vegan food foray was going to a party that night that happened to be with someone who was gluten free so they also happened to also have to have a lot of vegan candy so I was like, oh, oh my gosh, vegan candy, I'd better stock up on all of this. And <laughs> when I decided to kind of start embracing more whole foods and more vegetables, then that's when I started seeing health benefits. Well, first of all, let me say that I'm not one of those people that kind of experiences uh, phantom benefits and then will curate a story like, oh, it was that I went off gluten or this like I'm very much like I need the proof I need to know what caused it like Mm -hmm. correlation is not causation to me but the fact that this was probably the clear one of the clearer things that happened to me was that my allergies went away and that's pretty common so I don't think it's you know correlation doesn't exactly mean causation but in some cases it does and And in this case it was the only thing that had changed changed. yeah and I dealt with very chronic like very severe allergies year-round since I was a kid severe eczema and I was always made fun of in school for having tissues with me at all times I'd just be blowing my nose all throughout the night I couldn't sleep I'd just Mm. be itching like it was just terrible allergies characterized my childhood and then when I kind of switched to a whole foods based uh, plant-based diet I just woke up one day and was like, I do, I never have allergies anymore. And I, wow. to this day, I don't, unless it's very specifically triggered by like, oh, I was out in a lot of grass today or there was a lot of smoke today or something. It's very rare that I suffer from allergies. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to breathe. All right. Is there anything we haven't covered that you want to talk about? One of my best secret tips is to bring your own bulk. I bring my own sweet potato pretty much everywhere. If I'm not sure what's going to be at a restaurant, I'll just like have that in my bag if I need to add it to a terrible salad. You just do it and no one yells at you? Actually, yeah. On tour, people are like, Chrysanthi has this magical ability where she just like a sweet potato materializes out of nowhere. You look at her plate and you're like, how did you get that? Or People are like, was that on the menu? I missed it. And I'm like, no, I brought it. Oh my God, that's amazing. If you just ask, sometimes they'll be like, yeah, we do have a can of beans in the back or... When I go to Disneyland, they always throw together a salad for me. All right. So tell us again. Tell everyone where they can find you online. How can they download your music? You can find me online, everywhere online, like Twitter, Instagram, um, Tumblr, YouTube, Facebook, at Chrysanthi Tan, which is C-H-R-Y-S-A-N-T-H-E-T-A-N, and pretty soon even on Patreon, um, at yes. Chrysanthi Tan. Regarding my music, you can look up my name, Chrysanthi Tan, and the album that I have available on iTunes and Spotify and Amazon and, and all the other online stores is called Stories. It's um, You can find it pretty easily. The album cover is blue. And beautiful. Thank you. I commissioned <laughs> that from a very special artist friend of mine. So check that out if you'd like. Definitely. And last but not least, if you want to be updated on this vegan ebook that I'm writing about basically what I've talked about today, my top tips for traveling plant-based on a budget, that should be coming out in a couple months. If you want to be one of the first people to know when it comes out, because I might be offering it for free for a few days when it first comes out, get all the tips. Awesome. I just want everyone to know how to do, how easy it is. Yeah, it's not Spread the hard. vegan love. Yes, spread it. Absolutely. Spread the vegan love. Yes. And um, I think you already said one of your tweetables, but I think you have two tweetables you're going to leave us with. Embrace your inner scavenger and don't forget your sweet potato. That's one. Okay, tweet it to at Chrysanthi Tan. And then my other tweetable would be determine what you have and then fill in the blanks. Thank you so much. Thank you. 
sign up for our mailing list at foodhealsnation.com and receive a free gift from us. That's right. We have created a brand new guide for you, our Food Heals Nation. Yep. The guide is called Health, Longevity, and Weight Loss Secrets, and it's full of tips, tricks, and secrets collected from some of our favorite guests from the Food Heals podcast. In it, you will learn crazy cool stuff like how to live to 99 with no wrinkles. Susie's grandfather. That's right. How to attract the one. Ooh, how to never get a cavity again. My favorite. Yes, my favorite too. And the real secret to weight loss. Or maybe that's my favorite. They're all my favorites. And And so much more. (laughs) So sign up for our newsletter at foodhealsnation.com. We won't spam you, we promise. No, we won't send you you too many emails. Trust us, we're too busy for that anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So go to foodhealsnation.com to get your free guide, Health, Longevity, and Weight Loss Secrets from the Food Heals Podcast by subscribing today. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Side effects of this podcast may include increased health and vitality, thoughts of living longer, developing a more positive outlook on life. In rare cases, people have experienced a strong desire to put in their Lululemons and take a yoga class while drinking a green juice. If you experience any of these symptoms, text your priest immediately.